Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and uh, thank you, all of you, um, throughout the Fruited Plains. Uh, it has been a great ride these last, um, going on nearly six years, going on six years that we've been uh, doing this thing on the radio. Coming up at the bottom of this hour will be um, um, my my right hand, a true confidant of mine, uh, good friend, good, good, good friend, um, Michelle. You've heard me uh, call her name many times, uh, many times. And that, <laughs> stick around. This will be a hoot. I promise you. Uh, she has uh, been been a very good, good uh, executive producer. And um, we've traveled this, this road together. But today, we're going to get a chance to share. And she, as she's done down through the years, on occasion, uh, she's going to get a chance to share some of her thoughts and opinions on uh, some of the, today's topics. Always interesting to bring her in. Um, hopefully on next week, we will be able to get Dr. Marlene McMillan. I have not had her on in a while, and I want to definitely um, get her take on what's going on here in America today, particularly in light of what's happening with um, Joe Biden and um, this COVID thing. Uh, is there a design behind it? Dr. McMillan always has very good insight. But here later on today, uh, Michelle, my executive producer, will be on with me. You know, there are some things, um, and I'm going to set this up like this, that um, we are not seeing that this will have an effect on uh, Michelle and I are going to be talking about Joe Biden here and just <laughs> stick around. Just, 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 just hang on, just hang around. But this COVID-19 thing, uh, folks, uh, huh. uh, it may be more to it than just meets the eye as far as the effect that's going to have on our communities. This, um, Dr. Lorna Breen noted ER doc in New York City. Folks, I want, I want you to, I want, I want this to, to sink in when you, when you hear this, because there may be some long-term effects on our society, even after we have forgotten. And I don't know if we will ever forget how we had to do this, but even after the effects on us who are able to cope. Has, has worn off and has gone away. Dr. Lorna Breen, ER doc in New York City, committed suicide. Uh, her um, 
superiors uh, said that she did not have any um, history of you know psychosis or or being in, in disturbed or anything of that nature she however had indicated to relatives and friends that it was just too much but there there were people that she get, never got to that were brought in if, on, in the ambulances that she never got to you know, that died before they got in there. And, and, you know, we may not really know how bad this stuff is. We don't know. And, and yeah, yeah, I, I agree with so many um, friends, colleagues, and uh, people who I hang out with. Uh, we may be going back into doing this too soon. We, we very well may be. Uh, but uh, we're caught as the old proverbial rock and hard place is concerned, we're caught because we're, we're really, when you're talking about, uh, you know, you, you, you're in trouble if you do, and you're in trouble if you don't, huh? We got to go to work, but what's work if you're dead? <laughs> what, I mean, what's, what, who are you to your family? If you're dead, of course you leave insurance, but, but you're gone. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to pick that up again on the other side of the break. There are so many people who are persevering through all of this. And uh, there are churches who are persevering through all of this. And I want to give um, a special shout out to my pastor, uh, my pastor, James A. McMinnis, back home in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, Word of God Ministries. And um, he has been uh, leading and guiding, trudging straight along. Uh, as the Lord leads him uh, and his congreg in our congregation, his congregation, uh, to uh, staying together and being strong. And on this last Sunday, I wish I could have been a part of this. Um, I was hearing um, about it that as the pastor, you know, he can't gather there in Louisiana. In fact, Governor of Louisiana Edwards uh, has extended the uh, stay-at-home order for another two weeks. So I imagine it'll be another two weeks at least before uh, our congregation, uh, our family at Word of God Ministries there in Shreveport gets back together. But our pastor, James Avon Menace, has uh, kept them together. And on this past Sunday, it was like, uh, it was like, um, you know, that, that scene in Hoffa, you had cars lined, <laughs> you had cars lined all up around the, all, all up and down the roads. The pastor and wife, uh, came into, uh, to, to service and I'm sure it was very moving for him. Uh, he's like, I am, he's a big old crybaby, you know? And so, uh, I, uh, watching uh, the service on Sunday. Uh, from the comfort of my home in um, Colorado, uh, and it was just just really great. And um, I'm really grateful too. Uh, all of you should be grateful if you have a pastor like I do. Um, come up to see us, my wife and I, when uh, Jane was still with me, and I never will forget that. Shout outs to him and all pastors who are keeping it together, being um, sensible about how to do this, being good citizens. You do know that goes along with being a good Christian, right? 
being a good citizen goes along with being a good citizen. Being a good Christian. Being a good Christian goes along with being a good citizen. I would think it should bleed over into that. Some of the most mean and nasty people. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. But you know what I'm saying. Well, we're, we're going to talk about that, uh, those who are hanging in there. And I know I can't speak for a whole lot of others, but I know one uh, that is, and that's my pastor there in um, Shreveport at Word of God. We're going to talk about the effects of this time on the society in the second hour, uh, citing the fact that Dr. Lorna Breen, ER doctor, renowned ER doctor, the pressure, the stress, the anxiety of daily seeing people come in like this caused her, and, and who knows what it may have been, to um, say, I don't want it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Now, life is tough, regardless of how uh, you you live it, and regardless of who you are. Things are going to come up. If trouble has not troubled you yet, just keep living. It will. Trouble's going to trouble you. Uh, my pastor, Dr. Edward Jones, um, in Louisiana, God rest his soul, uh, my mentor and my father in the ministry. He had this this um, saying, Clee, don't clee, don't bother, don't trouble, trouble until trouble troubles you. Yeah, trouble will knock on your door. If it hasn't, it will. And so I, I applaud um, um, people who have stood strong and, and have been strong. But, you know, with the death of this uh, doctor who committed suicide, it brought to mind, and I was speaking to a friend of mine the other day about this COVID thing, this COVID-19, and uh, it came up just in by way of conversation that, and this is just something for you to think about. I'm floating this. I'm floating this out there to you. It, um, is it possible? I mean, they had ruled it out initially, but gee whiz, they ruled out a lot of things initially. Like it can't be transmitted to people. Uh, person to person. It can't be. There's a lot of things that have changed as far as our approach to COVID is concerned. There's a lot of things that have changed. And one of the things that's changing as far as the opinion about its origin and how we all are having to look out for it and be careful of it. This is one of the things that's changing. And that is the idea that this virus may have been concocted. Just, just examining all facets. I'm certainly not uh, wanting anybody to go screaming out into the street, <laughs> waving your hands, you know, like your house is on fire or anything. But hey, folks, um, if this is the way the game is being played, then the house is on fire. And the arsonist is among us globally. Huh? And um, this is turning to an Agatha. This could become an Agatha Christie thing. Who started Corona? Oh, that could be a great show, I think. 
It will be eventually. That's going to be a documentary. Uh, no doubt about it. Just not the kind that I make. Okay. Although I don't mind anybody offering a bit part in that. I'd like to be in that. Oh, yeah. You you can. <laughs> I just got this text saying, yeah, me too. And I, no, you can play one of the. I shouldn't make fun of that. But anyway. Where did it start? Where did it come from? Was it concocted? Was it intended to be like this? If it was intended to be like this, who then was the culprit behind it? Because they are truly evil. Are you hearing me? They, my friends, are evil. Oh, no, not Democrats, not Republicans, but anyone who would do this. No, I know. I know that uh, we have a twisted view of what certain definitions, uh, how they should be assigned and all of that. And we're assigning the wrong definitions to wrong circumstances and people and parties and all that type thing. My no, my friends, anyone, if in fact, uh, some of the very well thought out medical opinions are true, then this Corona 19 COVID-19, COVID-19, very well could be something that was concocted, made up, decided to uh, be unleashed. And if that's the case, then it's a whole new world. Because that means there's someone else who has something uh, brewing for us that they can unleash. It's been talked about for ages, biological warfare, and we know that it, it is absolutely uh, possible. Saddam Hussein killed so many of his own people with um, chemical weapons that, of course, Bush was ridiculed for because he couldn't find them. I've never been able to figure out why the hell would you ridicule a president who was trying to find something that would kill us if, in fact, uh, they did exist. If he erred on the side of caution, then what was wrong with that? Nothing. And, and that's one of the things that we as Americans are going to have to stop being duped into doing. And that is attacking the people who are on our side. People who are looking for weapons of mass destruction, even if they don't find them. They're doing a good thing. And somehow, I don't know how that got to be bad on W's watch, on George W's watch. But that got to be some kind of laughing matter that, no, he was actually doing a good thing trying to find those weapons because they did exist. There are people who are alive whose parents died from the chemical weapons that were used on them by Saddam Hussein. So they were there. There's no question they were. Where did they go? Uh, your guess as good as anybody's. But they were there. And we Americans have this tendency now, and it, it didn't begin with Trump. No, we've, we've, we've somehow all have done this since the Vietnam War. 
we've had this tendency, and rightly so, you know, we knew the, the, the Vietnam was a war we could have won. Vietnam was a war we could have fought and won and won quickly. But for the first time, uh, the American uh, adolescent, we, we had been adolescent for so long. I mean, it had been a leave it, leave, it, leave it to beaver world. Oh, yeah, it had been a Dick Van Dyke kind of world. Mary Tyler Moore world before Vietnam. We were innocent big time. Oh, men and women still did what men and women do. But we as Americans as a whole, as far as our innocence, uh, uh, believing the good about our nation at all times, believing the good about our leaders and presidents at all times, something changed. The Mr. Smith goes to Washington type of person in the politician. We still held that up as an ideal, but he became more of a myth than the ideal politician, the Mr. Smith, the Jimmy Stewart's went away during the Vietnam War. And we've gotten progressively more jaded toward our politicians and even our soldiers. Uh, yeah. As the years have gone by and now till we've gotten to a point where we actually want to publicly ridicule uh, a president of the United States um, because we think that's in vogue when actually we're charting and planning our own demise by undermining our own institutions. You do see that they have gotten you to do that, right? They've gotten you to willingly undermine your own institution because uh, they've gotten you to sing from their hymn book that uh, somehow you're not in charge. Huh? No, you're not in charge. We the people are still in charge of this country, believe it or not. But if you start buying into uh, the fact that uh, you cannot be greater than the person you elect to office, if you start buying into that, then yeah, feed you just about anything. Just about anything. If they can talk you into destroying and talking down and tearing down your own institutions. Hey, listen, it goes back to the old saying that the old folks always say, yeah, I don't have anything good to say. Don't say anything until you go vote again. Then you say something. It's simple. It's simple. If you don't like Donald John Trump, vote him out. Simple. But don't tear down our own institutions. I'm CL. Michelle is coming up uh, in the next segment. Don't you go anywhere. My uh, executive producer, my strong right hand will be with me uh, when I return after the break. Don't go anywhere. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. are lifted high Our hearts are bowing in reverence CL back with you on this great day in the USA and I want to thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the CL Bryant show and uh, hey folks it has been uh, my privilege and joy to uh, be with you um, these um, six years started off as a regional local show in Shreveport, Louisiana. And then uh, before you know it, boom, two years later, we're um, syndicated uh, coast to coast, border to border um, throughout the land. Red State, Red State Talk Radio, largest uh, talk platform in the nation, most listened to as well. And if you're traveling through uh, Times Square in New York City. Be sure to look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not um, building, where the Ripley's Believe It or Not building is there on in um, Times Square. You will see, if you look up above it, the Red State Talk billboard. Yeah, and every hour... Um, the CL Bryant show does pop up there and old CL's face is looking right back at you there in Times square, inviting you to tune in and be sure to do that. Well, um, here in just a few minutes, uh, Michelle is coming up and um, we're going to talk to her and uh, we're going to visit with her um, in just uh, one minute. We're going to be with uh, Michelle. She's been, of course, with me uh, for the last five, nearly six years that we've been doing this. And um, after the top of the hour, we'll talk about um, the things that are affecting us in this country invisibly, like Dr. Lorna Breen, top um, ER doctor in New York City, committed suicide. And and, and folks, suicide rates are up. Um, you know, families are closer, I think, uh, together, and I'm glad to hear that. But also abuse, though, is up in families. Child abuse, uh, spousal abuse, that type thing is, is up in uh, this country. And that brings up the question, did COVID... Actually, was it something that was concocted? Now, Michelle and I have talked about uh, these types of things for the last um, five years. And, um, folks, I'm not really sure if I would still be doing radio if it wasn't for this lady who has uh, spurred me on. Jane and I had talked about walking away from this many, a many a time. And um, it was always, it was always uh, Michelle who uh, would say, you know, but you, you, you're, you're, you have such... 
uh, to offer, you know, your city and your, your country. And I would think about that. And sometimes, folks, you don't get a chance to tell folks how much you appreciate them and thank them for their loyalty as a friend. And she has been that uh, to me. And I thank you. So uh, help me welcome uh, the thorn in my side. Uh, <laughs> to the show again and that is michelle welcome back to the show well thank you cl and i think it's really about six years ago that we went into the studio to practice for six months how to do a radio show (laughs) but on behalf of all your listeners i am the person as your executive producer i get to deal with all of our guests people that we do put on the air people that we don't and i'm the one who gets to see the impact that cl bryant the movie Runaway Slave have had on black Americans. And I don't mean just black Americans at all, but I have seen personally firsthand the impact that that movie has had on black Americans to help them understand the deception that they live in, in their neighborhoods where then you have to be a Democrat. And that what you say in the movie They feel that way inside, but they never saw it played out to them by a black man before. So, yes, we I know your listeners want you to stay on the air. You have a message. You have a voice. And honestly, I think this is the time, the greatest time for that voice for America. So thank you for that. that Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, um, I've known Michelle and her family now for a while and, uh, she's a friend, they're friends. And, uh, of course her husband has my deepest sympathies, but just (laughs) (laughs) you know what? I make him better at being a lawyer because he has to argue with me. But see, I thought it was interesting that you asked me to talk about this because, you know, I do work with women's groups around the country. Yeah. Republican or conservative. Yeah. And I have had a lot of transitions in my political journey since I've worked with you because you've always been an activist and I was more of an operative and in, you know, fundraising, have parties, take pictures. But you've really taught me about activism and engagement. And I don't mean protesting in the streets like lunatics. I mean something like this where we have Joe Biden with actual credible accusations and i want to hear more conservative republican women that are in groups that are not in groups speak up for equity amen because we are always putting that responsibility on donald trump it's like we sit back and watch donald trump defend himself on blacks gays the economy the medical this women and I'm saying, no, we need to, to do this for ourselves. I mean, Joe Biden, see how you're friends with um, Clarence Thomas, aren't you? Yeah, me and his wife was very good friends with my wife. And, uh, of course, uh, Justice Thomas, we call him the justice. Uh, of course, they're wonderful people. Well, and Justice Thomas was attacked, again, without verifiable evidence. Joe Biden during the Kavanaugh stuff, walked back even his pansy performance and said, oh, no, you shouldn't have been, you know, questioned so intently by these senators. You should, no matter what happens, this is his quote two years ago, whatever happens, women should be given the benefit of the doubt. Joe Biden said that in an article in USA Today two years ago. And yet I'm not seeing anybody from the Democrat side coming out and talking about equity 
and equality yeah, when it comes right. to this. You know, Michelle, let me let me run. Let me get your take on this then, since you um, uh, started this conversation, started this ball roll. And I really do want to talk about this and I uh, wanted to get you on to talk about it. Um, if if what Joe Biden said about Brett Kavanaugh, are you, and I know you remember this because we talked about it. In fact, um, uh, this was a, a very hot item on our show uh, several, several months ago now, last year, when Brett Kavanaugh was on trial and Biden and everybody was coming out uh, giving their two cent on it. And Biden said these words, uh, a woman, um, if, if she makes this accusation, must be believed. That's what he said. Those were his words. So does that make him guilty in this situation? And why... Michelle, are the is the uh, news media, the mainstream news media, CNN, where this story actually would broke? How come nobody's saying anything about this? And they, they, they smeared Kavanaugh. Talk to us. Well, I think there are two different things. I mean, we, we know that CNN obviously is corrupt because they're not a journalistic organization. I'm not just saying that as an opinion. It's because they buried this story. And now they're saying that it's hard to find the video in the archives. But they, you know, and then it's just, it's complicated when it comes to CNN. But the truth is, Alyssa Milano, as a woman, and, you know, and as a woman during the Kavanaugh hearings, I was the PR consultant for some national women's organizations. And I had to push some of them to engage in the discussion. And, you know, where some people were more ready to be active, other women sit back and say, well, it's impolite. It's not my my job to say that. I don't really have a platform. But Alyssa Milano went on Twitter in 2017 and basically said in a tweet, which, you know, that's just a few characters. If this has ever happened to you, then I want you to hashtag me too. And it went viral. And she started the Me Too movement. Yeah. Just right. Okay. Well, now, you know what she says about Joe Biden? What? It's really hard for me to throw <laughs> away this friendship and this great guy. This is called hypocrisy. And what I'm asking women to do is hold people accountable. Why is Alyssa Milana getting away with this? Now, another little truth about her she's connected to Harvey Weinstein. Well, the pig of all pigs where this is concerned. Wow. The revelations that came out in the courts about Weinstein are just a tip of the iceberg. And the women that were complicit, Alyssa Milano, Oprah Winfrey, actresses in Hollywood that I revere and think their work is incredible. Yeah. They were complicit with him and ignored it. And honestly, the whole culture in Hollywood was like, well, this is just the way it is and you have to deal with it. It is disgusting. And my only hope is that as we continue to become a woke society, that right and left, that we just talk about the truth. Because this is not okay for Alyssa Milano or Oprah or a disgusting Hillary Clinton, the enabler, to ignore and not say, you know what, I'm a Democrat, I hate the president, but this isn't fair. That's what I'm asking for. Preach, woman. Honesty. Preach, preach, woman. I mean, woman, you was preaching there for a while. I mean, uh, you're going to be able to hear this when we replay it. <laughs> but, I mean, gee whiz, Whatever. girl. I mean, it was, I mean, you were preaching. And you know I'm what? Just but, no, I, I agree CEO, with you. I agree anyway. With you. I agree with you on that as far as it is concerned. Let me ask you this then, Michelle. Um, well, before you ask me, I need yeah. to ask you this. Right. Have you heard the audio from the mom? 
Yes, 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 yes. That was no, that wasn't contrived. Is that crazy? I mean, this is 1993, before the internet was as big as it is today. I was a mom in 93, barely. Yeah. And I'm hearing this mother say something. And this is what I want women to talk about, especially women my age that have grown children. Yeah. She's a mom. She's calling Larry King. Her daughter, who was obviously, she was beautiful. I saw pictures, Mm -hmm. worked in D.C., was conflicted as many women are because that's the real me too movement yeah women say well i really respect this guy and i have to overlook that he was attracted to me that happens all the time and that he's a pig he overlooked that he's a pig yeah they overlooked that because you didn't call on pigs in 93 cl okay so the mom calls up and I started to cry. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, you As know, mom, Michelle, but before you go into this, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Don't lose that thought now. Now, folks, I want to I want to qualify what Michelle's about to no, say. No, don't. Because she speaks for personal. both. She speaks for both of us because we both no. have daughters. Okay. okay. I have three daughters. She has two. I have a son. She has a son. Go, Michelle, continue. I just wanted to make that. Okay. Yeah. And all of our children are beautiful. And that we can at least say that. It is a well, fact. You can't, you can't, so say, you can't say that. You can't say that, Michelle. Had to deal with men that are forward. But to hear the mom say this, I being a mother, and she was so carefully tactful because they really are Democrats and they really believe in this stuff. And she was saying, Hey, y'all are talking about what can be done about this. But my daughter was there and this didn't happen for her. And this is 1993 CL. Yeah. No, you know, there was no 24 hour news cycle in this way it is today. It's like, it almost is like a prophetic voice speaking out to us because nobody can say they know it's the mother's voice that's you know verifiable no no doubt and the girl worked there so it it blows my mind it's too real michelle it's too real to be it's too real to be bs it's, God, yeah. Yeah. it's too today, real to be BS. Today you can make that happen, but not in 1993. No, no, you and couldn't. Larry King does the magic of, let me just take your statement and just qualify it again and bring clarity in case in 2020 they miss what you're trying to say. Good I old mean, Larry. It's almost like that. Good old Larry. Who would have thought Larry'd still be here in, in 2020? But anyway... <laughs> I know, right? Like, seriously. <laughs> who, would have, who would have thought it? But anyway, he's still around. And uh, But let me ask you this. This is the question I was going to ask you. Then, uh, since uh, the liberal Me Too movement type of women are giving Joe, Uncle Joe, cover on this, are mm-hmm. they then the real problem when it comes to women being believed when something like this happens because they're having it both ways. They're choosing, picking and choosing which men to crucify uh, on this. And if right, it, right. You, you can't have it both ways. Either men who do this are pigs, all of them, conservative or liberals, or, they're not, or, or you give them a pass, period. We, we go back to the 50s. We go back to the 40s with men, right. uh, you know, groping women and, and, 
and that type of thing. I remember uh, my father uh, being so angry, Michelle, uh, one time when he came in, uh, and my mom told him about an incident that happened on uh, her job, you know, and so forth. But it was commonplace back then. But Dad got it straight. But anyway, uh, just no, this. But it's complicated. I mean, it's definitely more complicated when we go back to history in the United States. I don't know about the rest of the world, but, you know, looking in the United States, it is complicated. But what they are, they're an accomplice. That's what I call them. And they're an accomplice because if you believe in the truth, like with Kavanaugh, if I had heard a Larry King tape of that girl's mother, I I wasn't looking to justify Kavanaugh because I'm a Republican woman. No. I I was looking for truth, which is what I, you and I both do that. We're not like paid shills for the Republican Party. No, no, no. We don't hide people's sins because they agree with us. You and I talked about this. If Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, had done what he had been accused of doing, I know that we would have been the first with the pitchforks in our hands. Let's string him up. You know, there's exactly. no question about it. But and you were the one who taught me how to use the pitchfork. <laughs> I do want to clarify that. But 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 we we're not. We if, if the Republican Party is wrong, if the president but, is right. doing something right. that is wrong. But this is what you and I have talked about for a long time now. And I'm really glad to have you on here uh, today. On with me is Michelle, my executive producer, has been with me since the C.L. Bryant show began, and uh, we have been friends. Uh, ever since and a really good confidant of mine, one of my closest friends. And uh, this is something that we had talked about uh, as far as it was concerned. And that was if, in fact, we are going to honestly have this discussion, Michelle, on 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 this, then we're going to have to deal with it without giving one party a pass or one group of people a pass and vilifying the others. It's got to be the same. Biden, if Biden, what Biden said is true, if that's the way we judge this, then he's guilty right now. Well, and I think that you hit the nail on the head. So this is definitely about women, and this is about this particular issue. But one of the problems that you and I both have with the left is that they're not, and sometimes the right, you know, the Kool-Aid drinkers, is the dishonesty. Alyssa Milano needs to show women that she has courage to denounce her relationships because, again, this is a longstanding story. These horrible things would happen in homes and people didn't say anything about it. OK, so if you want women to speak up, then it needs to be the environment of we tell the truth. And how do you curtail false accusations? It has to do with truth, seal and courage. And in America, you know, justice is you have to have witnesses. There yeah. has to be evidence. Yeah. You can't just make a flailing accusation because it protects us from lies. On the other hand, if it is just a man and a woman, how do you know that it really happened? And one of the ways that people have come up with it is to say that she told people. Yeah. Now, this ballsy Ford woman, she didn't tell anybody because it was all fabricated. Yeah. But this woman, Tara Reid, told people. She actually told a friend of hers who's a big-time Democrat in California who loves and is still going to vote for Biden. Yeah. But she said she took her party to task. And see, I respect 
that. This girl, that, this girl told her mama, Michelle. She told her mama. Listen, my girls would have told their mama. In turn, their mama would have told me, and uh, you know, it would have been on. And and but so that's well, how you can justify it. Moms. Listen, hold on, hold on, Michelle. I got to go to break. I don't have anybody here counting me down. You know how it is. So hold on right there. I'm going to bring you right back, folks. You're listening to the CL Bryant Show. Yes, we are having this conversation coast to coast and border to border around the world right here on the C.L. Bryant Show and uh, throughout the Fruited Plains over Red State, Red State Talk, largest talk platform in the nation, most listened to in the nation. Glad that you could come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Michelle and I will be back with you, Michelle. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. Thanks for listening. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you live and in living color. I am here uh, on the CL Bryant show coast to coast and border to border throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. On with me has been my partner, and uh, I guess, and some people, I guess, have thought we've committed a crime over these last six years. But I have, I have my my partner in crime with me on the phone here, Michelle. But we've done we've we've done some great things. We've had everybody on Michelle from uh, Hannity to Beck to Doctor uh, to Judge Janine Pirro to the bomb on the street. We've had everyone on uh, this show, homeless people. We've had on this show, everyone. And um, I certainly am glad to uh, be able to share this portion of the show here today with uh, someone who has helped me make it all happen here, and that is Michelle. Michelle uh, has been with me, my executive producer. Michelle, when we left, we were talking about... um, how you know it can't it can't be played out both ways but even though people want to do that um by their own standards they're not living is that what you're saying to us is that what you were were talking to us about uh, as far as the me too movement is concerned michelle talk about us talk to us uh, about uh, about that i don't know if their standard was ever to 
tell the truth at all costs. I think that honestly, they might've gone into this like Alyssa Milano to be bashing the right. I think a lot of people jumped all over the president. I was also in a large national women's organization when the revelations came out. It was on a Friday about the president during the 16 election. And as women, we talked through how we were gonna respond and we decided to overlook those tapes that you remember about the president yeah, and go yeah, yeah. full behind him. Yeah. But we didn't say he didn't say that. We said that that doesn't affect our decision making. I'm seeing that with these women, they need to be honest like we were and say he did this or he could have done it. Or, yes, this woman does need to be believed. And I'm hoping that this what we really need to do in America, CL, and you see this. We need to start being about the truth, not the right or left. We need to be about honesty. The best thing about this younger generation, the millennials and the generation after them, is they're sick and tired of just kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Let's make this like a movement, any age, that we tell the truth. I don't like it when people put me in a box because I support the president and then tell me I'm racist or I'm ignorant. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, I'm over all this. And yeah. I really, honestly, because of my job with you, I get to meet the coolest people. Like I said, some of them we have on the air, like this week, just really cool people. Last week, yeah. Representative Karen Whitsett in Michigan. Oh, yeah. I got to talk with her personally, cry and pray with her. She is the future. And you know what, Michelle? <laughs> uh, Gordon Chang. Gordon Chang, got to get him back yeah. on, uh, especially since this thing is. Oh, my gosh. Talking to his wife, CL. Oh, man. And, and hearing that they were in. Hong Kong last September doing during the um, the marches and things mm -hmm. and all the young people saying that they were trying to protect Dr. Chang because they had no fear for their own life and safety. The young people during these marches yeah. and for and Dr. Chang's wife, she's from China, yeah. 100% yeah. saying because truth and freedom, CL, they have no boundaries. It's not just an American idea. The Bible says, and our Constitution says, that it's in the heart of every being that's ever born yeah. to have this kind of freedom. freedom. America was just the opportunity to experiment and see, will this work? And it's been working it's for been working. 200 years. But I'm telling you, CL, we need to make some course corrections so that we can keep our freedom of thought and our freedom of speech, because this pandemic, like you were saying earlier, brought families together. But now you're getting shamed about the mask. You know, <laughs> half-witted friends of mine on Facebook that can't tie their own shoes so have now decided that if you don't wear a mask, you're the enemy of all that's good in America. You're mask shamed. You're being mask shamed. I haven't mask heard. Shamed. I haven't heard that. Like, I haven't heard that. Hashtag mask shamed. I got to do that. <laughs> Get it out there, girl. Put it on the website. Hashtag mask shamed. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this uh, now. Uh, you brought. I want to go circle back to something you said just a minute ago. Uh, you were talking about uh, the president and the accusations against him when he first ran for office. I want to remind all the people the president had not held any office, and he was a billionaire playboy. And um, that was easy to give a billionaire playboy a pass on what he did in his billionaire playboy life. But when he ran for president, now, if anything like that came up on Trump now, it would, it would ruin him. But exactly. this, this is what I want to... It, it definitely ruin him with me and anybody else who is honest. He'd be like uh, so fast you know, in the tanker. But, yeah. but, but let me ask you this question. 
question. I he had this is a Stormy Daniels moment for Biden, but there's no Stormy Daniels uh, uh, oh, right. attorney know, publicity <laughs> about all of this. It's just not going on. Uh, what's happening here? How come we're not Biden is not getting the Stormy Daniels treatment? Is it because we're preoccupied with COVID or we're no. just ignoring no. this? Uh, It's been too clear. So since I started doing this show with you, we have seen a lot of changes on the landscape. And one of them is with the media. It has become more and more clear how biased they are. This is craziness. CNN, Cuomo, pretending to be in quarantine in his basement. I mean, (laughs) and, and now they're not taking this on. And they're the ones who propped up the creepy porn lawyer as, um, I think Tucker really, you know, anyway. And now, I mean, there is not, this is all opinion based people who, and I'm going to cut them a little slack and say that they're deceived thinking that what they're doing is good for America, but they're liars and they're hypocrites. And we need to be able to call them what they are without seeming like we're belittling them. This is about honesty and integrity for our country. So yeah, there's no, it's not because of COVID. They're using it as a cover, but it's happening. And, And I see a lot of Republicans able to keep abreast of current events. Look at what happened is happening with General Flynn. Those cases are going up. We're not, you know, put aside because of COVID. COVID is a terrible thing, mm-hmm. and we, but we're still working in our country to bring the truth out everywhere. Let me ask so, you this. No, it's, a, but it's an excuse. Yeah, it's sure just it an is. excuse. Let me ask you this then. I can't let you go without uh, asking about my hometown, Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, and my home state of Louisiana. Uh, I saw the governor on with um, uh, the president today, uh, San John Bell, on with the governor today, um, on with the president today, mm-hmm. and uh, how how, give us uh, your bird's eye view of what's happening on the ground there. What's happening out there? Well, I think we have an interesting governor. Um, he's not a Republican, as we all know. No. Prior to right now, he showed such strong pro-life beliefs that he took on the left, and that's what I call them, the left, in the fall about being pro-life. Um, he's in a he's in a sticky situation. Uh, he went to West Point. I think that he has responded to this. On his own, he's responded like it's a military crisis, which he has those skills to do that. Sadly, in our home state, and you're a black man and you know this better than I do, there is a lot of racial tension being created by the left. And they're trying to use this as an opportunity to somehow say that, you know, institutionalized racism is the reason why black people are more affected in Louisiana, black and poor are more affected by this disease because of institutionalized racism. But we know better. And I want you to be able to talk about this all every day because this is a thing. And Karen Whitsett in Detroit, she's coming against it saying it's black Democrat leaders that have been governing these poor black communities that have stagnated growth and these people cannot stay at home because there is no electricity there's no food there's no uh, keep people teaching children right but it's not because of the president and it's not some institutionalized racism unless you're saying that welfare 
It's yeah. part of that institutionalized racism. Well, you know, it doesn't make sense about that. And uh, this is what uh, the show does is build a bridge to conversation. Uh, tell that to the Italians. Tell that to the Spanish. Tell that to the Chinese. I mean, uh, these uh, societies, if you're in Italy, you're surrounded pretty much by Italians. But they had a huge death rate as far as COVID. Was that institutionalized racism? I don't think so. No, I think what has happened in this country is that uh, uh, we have seen uh, the folly of uh, us in taking care of our health. And um, to be honest, and, and if the shoe fits, you got to wear it. If To be honest, if you have not been someone who uh, has been able to provide the right health care for yourself or uh, the right nutrition or whatever for yourself, or if you've just not eaten properly, if you have not taken care of yourself, I don't care if you're black, white, or whatever, this thing is more, you're more susceptible to getting this thing. That's the truth of it. And it's not institutional racism. Otherwise, uh, the Italians will be calling each other racist. So would the uh, Chinese and so would the Spanish and everyone else who has been dying from this thing around the world. It would all have to be institutional racism. Well, I it? think that we get to hear you talk about this. And do stuff on it because it's going to be an issue that they're going to use because yeah. that's what they do. They twist, lie, and create divisiveness. So that would mean then South Dakota, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you know, like what's with South Dakota? She didn't even close down. Is it because they're all white supremacists? Yeah. CL, you're going to be the lead voice. And we have so many black voices for the president. For Trump. Yes. Black voices yes. for Trump. Yes. Tune in. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, CL, because I have this feeling, because I do live here, and there are many poor people, and they are black. So when you're giving them welfare money, you're not giving them nutritional advice. I don't understand how – I don't want the government being big brother. No. But I don't understand how you just throw money at people and don't try to empower them to be better and be different. To help themselves, yeah. And, yes, uh, that's and, what this is and about, course, empowerment. Folks, it's we understand that – You're always going to be poor, so i got to take care of you. Right. That's degrading to humans no matter what color they are. As you see, folks, I don't ever get a word in edgewise <laughs> on, uh, on my show, uh, the, the thorn in my flesh. But anyway <laughs> – you laugh more than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. But just the same, I uh, want to thank you for coming on with me here today. And uh, about to be out of time, got about two minutes. Um, anything, you, any last party, any parting shots? I know you got one. No, I just want to hear you talk about this because I'm telling you, they are making this into a political football and they're going to try to influence our governor with it. He already created a task force talking about it. They have these words for it that are just ridiculous. Well, if you're if a that's the case, Michelle, a, a, a black if that's the case, in Shreveport, Louisiana, uh -huh. you need to be taking care of your people, not hanging out with the governor of Baton Rouge talking about disparities, yeah, you're racial right. disparities. Yeah, but it's a program, Michelle. It's a fun. I'm going to talk about it in the second half of the show. It's a program. Program is a fundamental change that is trying to uh, take place. And if uh, certain people that we you have told me about uh, have their way in your in ours in the city that you live in, uh, then uh, you guys may be closed down for a long. Alone. Yes, I've seen your text messages. Yeah. Well, just remember, this is really your city. And, and you know, Shreveport, Louisiana is unique because it was the last capital of the Confederacy. Yeah. So we're, you're going to see good stuff's going to happen. You're going to fix Shreveport. That's what I'm saying. We'll do what we can. Hey, listen, God bless you, kid. Uh, much love to you and your family. I'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you. Bye. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Michelle Michele, my um, executive producer, who's been with me for a long time, good friend, confidant of mine. And as you can tell, um, um, she um, um, probably thinks that she runs my life. <laughs> you know, uh, but, you know, that's anyway. Glad you were on. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. After the top of the hour, I'll be back. There's much, much, much for us to cover in the final hour. I want to cover it with you. Be here with me. I'll talk to you in just a minute.